Welcome to Heart Space, a show that gives you tools to live in alignment, connect to your intuition, and lead from your heart. I'm your host, Sarah Lewis, intuitive life and business coach, and my mission is to empower you to build a thriving business that brings you freedom, abundance, and joy, and allows you to make an impact by following your heart and sharing your truth. This is where you discover how to step in your power as a heart leader, follow your soul purpose, build an online empire, and create conscious wealth and abundance for yourself and your community. All that by serving the world. And let me tell you, this world needs you, your heart, and your light. So are you ready to light up the world and make it a better place? Let's do this. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to Heart Space for another episode. I'm so happy to have you here with me today. It's always such a pleasure and really makes my heart so happy to be able to chat with you in this way. I think that's really special and really cool, and I love it. And today I want to talk about a topic that is so important, and I think we all need this, at least um, most of us do. I mean, everyone I know can definitely benefit from listening to this so i'm sure you will too and it's all about the money blocks and yes so i believe we all have some money blocks a lot of them come from conditioning from society from education from our parents and it's not that they they really meant to give us or pass down some money blocks that they had but truly it's no one's fault and we all have it and it a lot of the time just really blocks us from our full potential in life and especially in business and i've seen this so many times for myself as well and i won't lie to you i've been through so many of those money blocks most of the ones that i'm going to be talking about today and i have come to realize that i can have all the strategy in the world, hire and work with the best mentors and coaches and do all the courses, everything. If I do not work on those money blocks, they will just keep on popping up and I will keep on hitting a wall when it comes to my income and how I, you know, run my business and how I want to build it and grow it, right? So I've come to realize this um, and working on those money blocks finally when i finally realized that that was the root of the problem the root cause of all of my problems i mean most of my problems at least in business and also of course with that self-worth because it's very very linked i have finally been able to bust a lot of those blocks and yes i'm still working on some of course you will always have to continue working on this especially when it comes to money and self-worth and it's an ongoing process and that's absolutely fine but really once you know what it is and you know how to address it and what to do about it life gets to be so much easier and so much more fun and so does your business and I remember I used to work so much more and get maybe not like not even half the results I get now And now I get to be more in flow and just work less hours, but have them be more effective and make more money because I have worked 
on those core issues, the money blocks, those limiting beliefs around money. So I don't want to keep you waiting any longer and I will just go over the seven most common money blocks that I have seen in my clients and people around me and of course in myself. Um, I may not have all of them or have had all of them, but I've had definitely most of these. So let's dive into this. And after that, I will share with you how you can overcome those blocks and just bust and clear all these limiting beliefs so that you no longer are run by them and they don't control you anymore. And and, and from there, it will get to be fun and easy and effortless and just so much more enjoyable. So number one, of the most common money blocks is I'm not good with money and if I have money I'm just going to lose it all so this is very common a lot of people come to me and they just say you know what I don't believe I'm good with money every time I've had money I just spent it all or it just vanished and I don't know where it went and I don't know why what I spent it on I don't know what I did with the money it just disappeared so therefore I believe that I'm not good with money money does not like to come to me and I can't really have money because anytime I do have it it just vanishes so this is a very very common one and I totally get it it's um, something sadly we were not really taught how to deal with money and how to handle our money and what to do with our money yes we were told you know you have to save and invest and things like that but how a lot of us really don't know this so it's not really our fault but it is our responsibility to whatever the limiting belief that really is the most prominent for you and um, that you see the most in yourself or the few ones, that's also good. It is your responsibility to work on it and to release that or at least get really honest with yourself and just know that it's there because if you don't, then it's running you and it's controlling you and not the other way around. So once you know that this is one of your patterns, maybe this one, maybe another one, you know Uh, how to catch it and how to see it and then the pattern becomes less and less of a pattern in your life and it just kind of vanishes and it disappears or maybe it still comes up here and there but you know what to do so that was the number one I'm not good with money and if I do have money it just I just it just vanishes and I don't know where it goes block number two I have to take care of others first or basically other people deserve money more than I do or I have to help others before I help myself and this is a classic this is a classic and it shows up not just with money it shows up with everything in life so usually if you have this it is an indicator that you have low self-worth which won't only affect your relationship with money it will also be really loud and, and very um, dominant in your relationships, of course, and in most of your thing, most of your areas of life. That's what I'm trying to say. So this is obviously again, it's linked to low self worth, and that is absolutely normal in a lot of women, especially. You know, we're a lot of the time we've been seen as caregivers, and we want to give, and we want to nourish, and we want to 
be like motherly even if we're not mothers we we have this tendency this feminine aspect and want to really hold space for others help others yeah caregivers basically but that can also um in its extreme become victim mode and thinking that you know what money is not meant for me because it's for everyone else but not for me and that is kind of becoming a victim to your circumstances and it's not true it's not true and also for this one as with everything you know and i'm sure you've heard me say this and other people say this a lot if you do not put on your oxygen mask on first on the plane if we were traveling right now which we're not but anyway i know that if you've taken a plane you have heard this so if you don't put on your oxygen mask first you cannot help others so that's why on the plane they always tell you put on your mask first if it comes to it and then help others because let's say you run out of oxygen in the plane you won't be able to help others put their masks on if you don't have yours on first and that's the same with life and this is a basic obviously thing and it's maybe a little bit cheesy we've heard it so many times and in so many ways but it's so true and with money it's kind of the same thing if you're a giver and trust me i know this if you're a giver and you want to do everything let's say for free and you have a business then you don't have a business because you're doing everything for free and you're not earning any money and nothing is coming in so you're just depleting yourself and you don't have anything left to give and i've seen this in my business especially in the beginning when i was doing akashic records readings if you remember that if you've been with me long enough um and for a while i was doing a lot of readings and i was doing some paid but a lot of them were also free and i was kind of telling myself i was practicing and all that Um, But what happened is that I reached a point, and that was last year, where I was so depleted and I just did not want to do that anymore. So I kind of figured that out and was able to charge a rate that was much more comfortable and that allowed me to feel like it was a fair energy exchange because that's so important. But, um, But really, if you're doing this, and a lot of us do this, especially in um, as coaches or healers or in the spiritual space, things like that, we do this. And it's doing a disservice to you, first of all, and that's super important to know. But also, it's not always a good thing for the person receiving. And I've done some readings for free or at a very low price, so discounted rates and things like that. And trust me, it is not received in the best way and sometimes it's not even understood or received at all because the person was actually not ready and wasn't going to pay the price that you had set let's say you set a price for your services and that that can be for anything and if the person is not ready for it if you're giving it for free instead you can in some ways it's in some cases sorry it can work because maybe there's another exchange that happens but if it's just let's say doing it for free and you're not really getting anything out of it then it's not good for you and oftentimes it's not even good for the client because they're meant to be investing in themselves in some way to be able to receive what you're here to give so remember this and i'll probably do an an episode that is 
all about this. Um, so charging for your services and also um, maybe one on investing in yourself. I'm not sure how I'm going to uh, organize that, but I would love to talk about those topics more. But anyway, for this block, remember that if this is something that comes up for you, thinking that you have to do everything for free or you have to give, give, give all the time, um, you may just have a limiting block, uh, a limiting belief and a block around money, thinking that you're not deserving and thinking that you are kind of a victim to your circumstances. And that's the kind of the other side of the coin of the caregiver, which there's nothing wrong with being a caregiver, being a, you know, being of service and giving. There's nothing wrong with that. That's beautiful. Keep that. But when it becomes at your own expense and you're depleting yourself and you're emptying your own well and you're not being supported then that is a problem and that's very clear um it's very a very clear indication that there is something that you need to heal when it comes to your self-worth and money so receiving all the things number three I'm not good enough to have money or to receive and I don't deserve it. So this is actually really close to the one that we just saw, number two, which was I have to take care of others or give before I can receive. It's very close and it's even more so uh, an indication of lack of self-worth, which makes money really hard to come to you. I mean, it makes it really hard for money to come to you if you have this block thinking that you're not enough or not good enough to have money to be paid for what you do for example to receive money whatever it is that you do if you believe that you're not deserving this is a problem because first of all it is not true you are deserving just because you are and you are here for a reason and i truly believe this so really, 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 if this is coming up for you, and I know this has been a big one for me too, number two and number three for sure have been huge uh, and I'm still working on them. But if you have this, work on your self-worth. Really, really, really dedicate yourself to increasing your self-worth. And again, just to be clear, self-worth doesn't mean that you become arrogant and that you become super self-centered or anything like that but it means that you're very clear on your boundaries and that you love and honor yourself first and foremost and that you then serve others from that place which is so much more powerful okay so remember that um number four this is a huge one too so it's the idea that you have to work hard to earn money or to earn more money. So this is very, very common uh, in women and I mean in people in general, but women who have a business, who run a business. And a lot of us are, you know, achievers. We're uh, ambitious and we want, we have a vision or goals and we want to work towards that. So we think that the more we work, the more we you know put in the effort and all the things the more we will make money so also the reverse of this is that when we realize that we don't want to actually be run by our business or we don't want to be overwhelmed all the time and have to work so much in order to make money we think that we can't scale our business or we can't make more money than we actually make because we don't want to work more because for example you have a family or you have obligations or you just want to live life and not you know be like 
if you were in a nine to five, that's the reason you started your business in the first place. So subconsciously, you think that having more money equals having to work more, which is not true. Actually, it's not true. It's about having obviously a healthy relationship with money first and foremost, but also some um, a clear strategy and some support to get to where you want to go, to grow your business, to scale your business, and to make more money. You actually do not have to work harder to get there. Trust me when I say this. It's actually a big, big, big misconception. Yes, you'll still have to work. You'll still have to put in the effort. You'll still have to do certain things, but you'll get to have more support. You maybe will have a team, um, someone, a mentor that will help you put in the right strategies for your business and for you that work and that bring in more money and more clients and more results than actually just working 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 because one of the things and i've seen this for me too is that i think that i just need to work all the time but sometimes i'm working and not doing anything that is actually of any really value so i end up doing things that are pointless or things that are not necessary or not actually focusing on the things that make money and when you're running a business even a heart-centered business, a spiritual business, if it's a business, it needs to have some kind of energy that's coming in, which is money, and money is energy. So remember this, and also know that you do not have to work harder or more to make more money. So you can relax and take it easy, and yes, heal your relationship with money, clear that limiting belief, and know that it gets to be fun and it gets to be easy. Okay, number five. This is also such a huge one. It's there's not enough money or resources for everyone. So the pattern here is usually that we will tend to hold on very tightly to what we do have, to whatever income we have or whatever money we have. And it becomes kind of stagnant because it's not circulating. And money loves to circulate. That's one of the basic realities and truth about money it loves to circulate it's it's a currency it's meant to flow like water it's not meant to stagnate like in a stagnant lake um so that's absolutely huge for so many people and i think probably most of us have this belief or have had this belief at some point thinking that there's not enough and this can also be if you do have a business thinking that there's not enough clients that there's not enough people who will be interested in what you have to offer and that is also a lack and scarcity mindset and it also translates in um, not investing in yourself because you feel that it won't come back so you you think you may have the money to invest in yourself and you may know how valuable it is to make an investment in yourself whether it's in your personal growth your healing or in your business and helping it grow but you're so afraid that if you do invest, you think it's never going to come back when in fact it's the opposite because money loves to circulate and money loves to see, the universe loves to see that you are ready for your next level. And you do this a lot of the time by investing your time, your energy, and your money into something that will help you reach your next level. So remember that there is enough for everyone 
that money is an infinite resource and that abundance, if we're talking about abundance, is created from within and it's it's everywhere. It's all around you. You won't run out. Really, really trust that. And this is so true because energy doesn't run out and neither does money. Okay, so number six. This is the belief that if you do have money, you'll be trapped, unhappy, that you may get hurt, lose it, or lose yourself in it. And this is something kind of sneaky because I think that we oftentimes have this to some extent or in some way that may vary from person to person. But it's often because we've seen issues in our you know maybe while growing up we saw our parents fight over money or fight because there wasn't enough money um or we've seen you know people do bad things for money and things like that so we equate money with more trouble or money with being bad being not a good resource and that it will make us bad quote unquote bad if we have it And this is simply not true. This is just really not true. But we do have this subconscious belief. If you can't expose it, if you know it's there and you can't expose it, you'll most likely see that it does not make sense. But um, if it is there, you have to expose it. Otherwise, it will keep running your life. And this is a sneaky one, really. Um, But remember that money is actually... magnifying glass in a way and it just amplifies what you already are and what you truly are deep in your heart so if a person who is not connected to their hearts and is just living from ego living for more power and has a lot of greed they will have more money they'll probably find ways to have more money and that will just make them more of who they were initially um It doesn't mean that money is bad. It just means that it amplifies what we truly are. And yes, sometimes some people lose themselves in that, but it's just because they're not connected to themselves and to their hearts and they're not grounded in that power. So that is dangerous in any case. But the true danger here is not money. It's ego. So when we have a spiritual practice, when we are anchored in who we truly are, money And more of it will just make that amplified and magnified and help us create more, help others maybe circulate it in meaningful ways. And yeah, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing when we we do um, blend it to this uh, deep rootedness in being, the spirituality, and of course, having the resources, the energy that is money. Those two go really well together and for a long time we have separated it and thought that it did not go together, but it's actually not true. It can really, really, really move mountains when they come together. I truly believe that. Okay, so let's look at this last one, number seven. This is also a kind of a sneaky one. It's kind of like I have everything I need, so why would I want more money, which Okay, so for this, I do want to say that if you do really feel that you have everything you need and money does not make happy, does not make you happy, it does not bring happiness, we know this, right? But 
If you truly, truly believe that you have everything you need and that you're really happy, content, and at peace, that's perfect. That's beautiful. Embrace that. You maybe do not need anything more. But if you're just saying this to yourself because you think that's the more spiritual thing to think, for example, or um, that it's just better or safer or whatever it is, and actually deep down you do want more and you know that your soul came here for more, then there's nothing wrong with allowing yourself to want that. And there's nothing wrong with allowing yourself to have more and welcome in more. Again, without it being from a place of greed, but a really true heart-centered way. Is that what I'm trying to say? (laughs) From a truly heart-centered desire. That's what I'm trying to say. So a heart-led desire, not again ego-led. So really check in with yourself because this is something that I've had a lot for a long time, um, and I don't want to go too too much into my story here. But I kind of started out when I was working in law. I kind of thought that money would make me happy, so I had to do something that I didn't love to have money, so that I would be happy. And then I realized, of course, that that was not true. And I kind of left behind a lot of the things I was attached to. So attachment to my luxury bags, for example, and a lot of clothes and things like that because I was so much into fashion and that was just kind of hiding something else. And so I came to a place where I was like, I actually don't need anything and I can be happy with just the basic things that I need, like a few clothes and, you know, just food obviously and and things like that and I don't really need more and that's beautiful and I needed that I really really needed that on my journey I don't think I could have gotten to where I am today without going through that but then I feel that I because I was on my spiritual path and journey I also believe that I cannot want more money or have more money because that's not spiritual and I'm here to tell you that it's absolutely fine to have a deep spiritual practice and do the work, do the spiritual work and not spiritual bypassing. That's not what I'm talking here. It's like a deep spiritual practice rooted in being in your heart, um, in your truth, not all the fluff. And if you enjoy that, that's fine too. But it's fine to have that and to still have a yearning for more because Maybe that's what your soul came here to experience in this lifetime. If that is true to you, embrace it. For too long, I have said that it's not true for me. And I do believe that money does not make me happy and that I can really be happy with just the basic needs. And I could be happy living in a treehouse away from anything. I could be happy there there, and, and with nothing. I really know this. That doesn't mean I'll be happy every day, but I can really enjoy a life like this. But deep down, I've always felt that my soul wanted to, was here for something else, a path of having a business and being entrepreneurial and starting projects and also embracing the material world. So that means enjoying nice things, enjoying nice clothes, enjoying, um, beautiful things and and also the small things and being really grateful for everything so i just want to let you know that it's okay to want more and 
whether you need it or not, it's okay to want more, to desire more and allow yourself to do this because if not, you're actually denying yourself a right. And also remember that it's not just about the money, it's about the abundance and you can tap into that anywhere, anytime, whatever whatever you have or don't have. Uh, remember that. But if you do want more money and resources in terms of energy because it allows you more choices more freedom and that's what you're really yearning for allow yourself to go there and want that okay so i hope that was clear and now i just want to give you a few tips on how you can release those blocks and limiting beliefs the first obviously and i hope this episode helps you with this is identifying what they are if you don't you've heard me say this countless times it's just going to lay under the surface and run your life and awareness here is really key and the first step and so important then when it comes to clearing we can look at it from different perspectives so there's the mental part that has to happen so mindset shifts thinking differently opening your your perspective um opening your mind in a way to viewing things differently and to changing your mindset around this um also expanding your subconscious so finding proofs of the new beliefs that you do want to implant in your subconscious and really surrounding yourself with this um repetition works great here um mantras of course will help you and things like that so that's great for the mental shift then we have the emotional clearing that has to happen as well because emotions also come from the subconscious but um usually they kind of go through the body so the body doesn't lie and that's why we have things like muscle testing that work really great to know what type of belief you actually hold on to and it works really well for this Um, And it's super important to do the emotional clearing because otherwise you will always go, if you don't do that, you'll always go back to the emotional response that um, is linked to the original limiting belief. So fear response, um, feeling stuck in lack and scarcity and things like that. So what I recommend here is the emotional freedom technique, which is amazing. And I talk about a lot and I've, I work with this a lot. Um, So tapping, I definitely recommend tapping when it comes to money blocks. I think it's huge. So that's for the emotional. And then, of course, the spiritual and multidimensional aspect of it is alignment of your energy centers or your chakras, reconnecting to your inner source of abundance, tapping into the field of unlimited wealth that is everywhere, and also clearing past lives, karmic contracts um so maybe working with the akashic records some things that your soul might have um you know some promises or contracts that your soul might have made in past lives and also clearing ancestral blocks to wealth and prosperity all of this is huge and um definitely i i feel they need to all happen simultaneously or at least kind of in they work together so they really need to be seen as a holistic way of healing and clearing these blocks so this is really important and i love looking at it from this perspective because it makes so much sense and also everything is connected so when you do this work with 
healing your money blocks. You then also look at self-worth and that will help your relationships and it will help your business and it just all goes together so beautifully. So I love that and I'm so passionate about that. And um, so yeah, that's pretty much what I wanted to talk about today. So I gave you the seven most common money blocks and a few different ways for you to heal that and clear that. And now if you do want to go further and if you're curious about how you can do that, there's three ways that I can offer you. One is to download the free Abundant Heart Activation Audio that I created. This is an 11 11 minutes audio. So it's a meditation, but it's also an activation and I have some special binaural beats in there. So definitely catch that one if you haven't yet. It's amazing. Um, Number two is something quite new, which I'm excited to announce. And it's my 90 minutes money mastery calls. So these are calls for mostly new clients who want to work on their money blocks and release some things that are just always coming up for them. And if you keep on hitting a wall with money or you keep on just feeling like there's something more that you need to do, then this is for you. So it's, again, 90 minutes together where we will look at your most, you know, most um, predominant money blocks and start the healing process. So we will, depending on what it is and what is needed, uh, I really use my intuitive gifts for this. So depending on if it's mindset work, EFT, meditations, to tap into your subconscious, rewrite the story, energy healing, the Akashic records, or a blend of all of that, um, this is super powerful and can really shift things for you. So we will get clear on the blocks, release them, and also get you set up and clear on your next aligned actions to get to your money goals. And so if if this is something that you feel isn't needed for you right now, um, you can book your call. I'll put the link in the show notes. And of course, the last way that we can work together on money and abundance is my program Abundance Alchemist. So in Abundance Alchemist, what I really love about it is that it does cover all of what I mentioned today and so much more. So we go into healing blocks, we go into healing past lives, karmic ties, so also ancestral blocks towards money and wealth and all the things. But we also work obviously on your current life and your current limitations around money. And we bust all of that so that you can tap into more and welcome in the wealth the prosperity the money that you want and deserve and this is the best way that i can serve you when it comes to money so if you are interested in this if you feel you're ready to finally let go of what is holding you back when it comes to money you can schedule a free 30-minute call with me and find out more and see if abundance alchemist is the right fit for you so i will leave all of those links in the show notes and you can see where you're at and what resonates with you right now and what you need and i cannot wait to chat and also thank you so much for listening to this episode i hope that it was helpful and i hope that it was what you needed to hear today and i cannot wait to talk to you next week take care beautiful and i will talk to you very soon 